yesterday, June the 8th, 2020. And let the record show that the meeting started at five o'clock, despite uh, Councillor Needham's watch. Um, I probably, um, and so we'll go to the agenda. Um, all councillors should have an agenda in front of them. This one is, seems to be rather sparse, but nonetheless. Are there uh, any additions, Mr. Parker? There are none, Your Worship. And uh, I, I dare not ask, really, but I will. Um, deletions. Because... There are none, Your Worship. <laughs> Otherwise, we might as well not have the meeting. Okay, very good. Uh, so we'll uh, I'll accept a motion to accept the agenda as presented. Mr. Ford, all in favor? Great. Um, the, there's the minutes of the May 25th, 2020 regular council meeting. Uh, are there any corrections, additions, deletions? I should uh, point out, uh, Deputy Mayor, that um, while um, uh, you were talking about your award, your award that you won, you forgot to mention that there was a, I read in the um, Smoky River, Peace River Express that there was, uh, I think, I think that's a newspaper. There was a young woman by the name of Tyne Lund that won an award and she's a Peace River medic, paramedic. Yes, and it was a, in a different category. And I wasn't quite frankly sure when they had announced that. We were supposed to be waiting for official timing to announce things. So yeah, she was nominated and um, has done apparently a lot of work in the community, in particular home visits and stuff like that, that kind of EMT um, oh, okay. work. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I think I read that in the... Uh... <laughs> Well, it's now called the South Peace News. Um, it's free up at IGA and, um, well, I guess it's Friesen Brothers. Uh, the Record Gazette is up there as well. Um, uh, I don't know when they're gonna make that one free, but uh, hopefully soon. Uh, <clears throat> and um, I, I see in both papers, they uh, mentioned that the, uh, They've appointed a new principal for the Outreach Center, which is good to see. And um, there appeared to be quite a few job ads in both papers. Uh, the Record Gazette also had a nice article by Beth Wilkins on the, uh, on the Pat Creek's floods of 35 and 40 and 27, so quite interesting. But nonetheless, uh, I've given other people a chance to read the minutes. Is there any corrections that need to be made? None? Oh, Mr. Newton, are you just making a motion to adopt them as presented? I am, Your Worship. I would uh, suggest that the council adopt the May 25th minutes as presented. Okay, all in favor? Great, passed. That takes us to uh, public hearings. And uh, I take it we have a public hearing today, Mr. Parker? That is correct, Your Worship. And 
So we need a motion to uh, to move council open a public hearing on the matter of uh, um, amend uh, bylaw twenty seventy two, uh, which is the amended land use bylaw eighteen ninety one to enable secondary stage housing at uh, 100, 111, well, 111 and uh, 98th Street. So is anyone going to make that motion? Mr. Good, okay, all in favor? Miss <clears throat> uh, McQuaig, are we ready for the, the public hearing? We are, Your Worship. Okay. So I hereby declare the statutory public hearing open at uh, five minutes after five, and, uh, and that'll be um, PM. And note that this hearing is being held pursuant to section 7, 8, 230, 606, and 692 of the Municipal Government Act. Um, any member of the public viewing this hearing via the video live, live stream may submit comments via info at peaceriver.ca. So I'll say that again, info at peaceriver.ca. It's an email address. And if I can turn to our executive assistant, uh, Ms. McQuig, uh, can you confirm what the purpose of the public hearing is? And when the public hearing notice was advertised in the local newspaper? And uh, if there were any written submissions received, but not included in the public hearing agenda package. And uh, if, if that is the case, uh, if you could read that into the record. Yes, your worship and council. The purpose of this hearing is bylaw 2072 to amend the land use bylaw 1891 to enable secondary stage housing at 100198th street. The statutory public hearing notice was published in the local newspaper, The Record Gazette, on May 27, 2020 and June 3, 2020. The notice was also provided in accordance with the bylaw 2034, the advertising bylaw, by electronically posting the notice prominently on the Town of Peace River website, on the Town of Peace River official social media sites, and by posting the notice prominently on the bulletin board provided for that purpose at the town hall main entrance. The town has received one written submission, which will be read into the record as follows. Hi, Alicia. As a property, 100198th Street owner, across the street from the proposed development, my concern is space for parking. In normal days before COVID-19, which will happen again in the future, parking on 98th Street was full. Does this rezoning accommodate the necessary parking? Submission made by Irene Kalin Bekovich. Response from Alicia Modi, Municipal Planner. Hi, Irene. The subject parcel is 15.24 meters wide and 36 meters deep. The rear yard is 16.28 meters deep. Parking currently exists within the rear yard. The minimum width of a parking stall is three meters pursuant to the town's municipal servicing standards. Given the 15.24 meter wide parcel, a minimum of four parking stalls can be provided on site at a 90 degree angle. 
Additional stalls may be accommodated through the provision of angled or tandem, one car parked behind another, parking. Parking requirements for an apartment dwelling require 1.5 parking spaces per unit. With four dwelling units, as well as two offices, typical minimum parking requirements for this space would be eight parking spaces, which I think can be accommodated on site, though it will leave little room for much else. However, it is reasonable to assume that the clients living at this location will have a reduced number of vehicles as compared to the general population, and a lower number of parking stalls may be acceptable and very functional. In speaking to the executive director of the women's shelter, in her experience, a very small number of clients of the women's shelter typically have cars of their own. Now, the attention of this space is for secondary stage housing, where the women stay longer and are working towards stability and the ability to move out and find stable housing outside of the shelter system. It is possible that they are more likely to have a car than the clients served at the shelter in the North End, but still below the average for the community in general. It is also less likely that there would be more than one car per unit as there will not be couples living there. To summarize, on-site parking will be required to be provided as a part of the development. The exact design, configuration, and number of the parking stalls will be finalized at the development permit stage rather than the land use bylaw stage. It is my opinion that the on-site parking will be sufficient to meet the needs of the occupancy. Please let me know if you continue to be concerned. If yes, I can bring forward this concern to council at the public hearing. You are also welcome to attend the public hearing to express the concern yourself. If you have any questions or would like to discuss, please call me at, and that number is redacted. Final statement. Hi Ruth, I had the following communication about bylaw 2072 with an adjacent landowner to be shared with council at the public hearing. I followed up verbally and she regards the question as having been answered and has no other concerns. Your Worship, that concludes the written submissions. Very good, thank you. Um, so I will, um, I'll be calling on uh, a, a number of people to give oral presentations. And uh, when those people do give oral presentations, if they could clearly state their name and, uh, and to try and keep their presentations brief and to the point. Uh, I will now call on the development officer, uh, Ms. Alicia Modi, to uh, come forward and uh, uh, speak to this bylaw. Thank you, Your Worship. Uh, my name is Alicia Modi, Manager of Planning and Development for the Town of Peace River. Uh, the bylaw being presented today, bylaw 2072, is for the purpose of enabling a secondary stage shelter um, in our downtown. Secondary stage shelters are, and I'm quoting from the amendment application, are designed to be safe longer term, three to two year, three months to two years, apartment style residences that are part of the spectrum of development of domestic violence support and housing services that include emergency and second stage shelters, outreach services, services and domestic violence housing for services. Second stage shelters bridge the transition between an emergency shelter and a woman living on her own. 
There is currently no secondary stage shelter uh, within the Peace Region, which you can see on uh, figure two of the application. Um, and this proposed development falls uh, like the primary women's shelter that is in the town of Peace River, falls within our emergency shelter use class within our land use bylaw. An emergency shelter is defined as means a development operated by a government or not-for-profit organization for the primary purpose of providing temporary emergency accommodation for per persons requiring immediate shelter and assistance. This use may include but is not limited to accessory office functions and the provision of related programs and services. Typical uses include a women's shelter and a youth emergency shelter. So specifically, this applicant proposes to convert the existing building, which is currently a single detached dwelling, and which you can see in figure one on the RFD, uh, from that single detached dwelling into four two-bedroom suites that would each have two bedrooms, a kitchen, a three-quarter bath, and a living area. And then the women's shelter would also have two offices on site that would provide space for staff who would provide some supports to the occupants and also act as superintendents for the space. Uh, the women's shelter would intend to also install additional security measures to provide for the security of those occupants. The subject property is currently within our mixed commercial residential district of the Lanny bylaw and the emergency shelter use is only allowed and enabled within our community development district. So to enable this use at this location, uh, an amendment to the land use bylaw to change the land use district or to add that use to the CR district is required. And the proposed bylaw does change the subject property from the CR district to the community district. And you can see on figure three of the RFD where those uh, lands that are currently districted, the community development district are located. So in terms of, uh, sorry, I'm just waiting for my computer to catch up to the RFD. Um, in terms of considering this type of development at this location, from the land use planning perspective, we are considering if the density of the proposal is appropriate for the location, if it's appropriate considering the surrounding uses. Um, if the proposed development will have any safety or security concerns for both the clients within the proposed dwelling, um, staff, adjacent landowners, and the neighborhood in general, and if there will be any sort of nuisance impacts related to parking or traffic or noise, etc. Um, the existing dwelling um, is over 2,500 square feet and it would, if there was not the shelter component associated with this use, converting this into four different dwelling units would transition it into being an apartment building in the town, uh, which is typical of the mixed commercial residential district. So from that perspective, in terms of having dwellings in this location and, and having that many dwellings in this location, this is very characteristic of the surrounding lands and therefore is not considered a concern. Uh, there are similar dwellings down the street on the same block. Uh, so again, it's very characteristic of the area. And then there's also a mix of offices in the area as well. So within this building, we would have a mix of some of the uses that are within the surrounding lands. 
Uh, the site requirements for the community development district are at the discretion of the development authority, which in this case is our municipal planning commission because an emergency shelter is a discretionary use in all cases. Uh, so in terms of the subject parcels width and depth um, and area, those are all at the discretion of the, of the development authority. And really those dimensions will come into play when we're considering whether the parcel provides for enough on-site parking as um, Mrs. McQuaig provided uh, the majority of my response um, with that regard. So right now on site, there is parking at the back. You can see that in the aerial, some uh, vehicles are, are on that site in that picture. Uh, but the, with a 15.24 meter wide parcel, we can reasonably accommodate a minimum of four parking stalls. And if we do require some tandem parking, then we can get up to eight parking stalls on the subject property, uh, which if it was tandem parking would require some management of the, um, the parking by the women's shelter. But, given the fact that this will be a managed space, I think that that's reasonable to assume that it could be possible if needed. Uh, at the development permit stage, we could also explore if angled parking could also provide the parking and at the same time make it so that each vehicle is independent and doesn't need to be concerned about the other vehicles being parked. But that is a question we can provide or we can take a closer look at at the development permit stage. But in general, it is reasonable to assume that we will be able to provide enough parking on site at this location to meet the needs of this use. Um, the women's shelter has proven operational practices when it comes to safety and nuisance, and we don't have any known issues at our north, uh, north end site. So we would anticipate that that would similarly be translated to this location in the downtown and that there would, no be, would be no significant impacts to adjacent properties or landowners. Um, in particular, the shelter does take, uh, take security very seriously and monitors who's coming and going from their sites to ensure the safety of the women who are in the system. So in addition to, um, sorry, losing my place. Um, so the proposed bylaw was uh, advertised in compliance with our advertising bylaw and notice was provided to all adjacent landowners. And we have not received any feedback except for the one that was read into the record earlier. Um, and from Northern Sunrise County, uh, our intermunicipal development plan partner for this area uh, where they stated that we did not have any concerns. Uh, we did have this notice on our website where we had um, on our May 20th social media post, there was a reach of 1,646 with a total of 129 engagements with the post. And on the May 27th post, there was a reach of 1,175 and uh, 41 total engagements with the post. So that's my presentation. I can take any questions that council may have. What's the difference between a reach and a engagement? I would defer to um, our communications coordinator for that definition. I'm not quite sure. Reach counts each time the post is delivered into a newsfeed um, with different people. And engagement refers to how many times a user has engaged with the post. So clicked on it, clicked on the link to go to the website, reacted to it, shared it, any commented on it, any of that stuff. Okay. And uh, so I take it there weren't any comments though. 
We received no comments except for that uh, right. one email. Right. And, um, and this particular building will be tied into the town uh, optical fiber network? To the best of my knowledge, it may already be so. I, I'm not sure. I'd have to double check. Now, one of the things that make it, makes us the community of choice in, in the peace region. Good. Um, any questions of uh, Ms. Modi? Yes, Ms. Ms. Downing. Uh, good evening, Your Worship and Ms. Modi. Uh, Alicia, I, I just wanted to state that um, when we were fundraising and um, planning for the Women's Shelter in the North End, location, location, location was a big part of the decision to place it where it was. At the time, the RCMP station was kitty corner to it, if anyone remembers the RCMP station being in the North End. Uh, I mean, I agree that the women's shelter has uh, proven um, operational practices for safety. Uh, I think that this location, um, although I, I think it's ideal for all the, uh, for the people who may end up staying in it, I am concerned about the location because it doesn't have the traffic that goes through it through that street. And I mean, I know there's two sides to that situation. Less traffic may, can make it more safe, but less traffic can make it less visible. So um, I just wanted to express my concern about that. I'm assuming that fences will be put up in that kind of situation. Is that part of the discussion or is that part of our development discussion? Uh, typically, that would be a part of the development permit discussion. I don't know that we would require fences at this location that would be so high that it would make it impossible for someone to access the front of the building. I, I do know that the women's shelter will plan on having videos there or video cameras there, sorry, webcams that will monitor the site and monitor access to it and that those will be monitored from the existing women's shelter, which is staffed 24-7. Right. So that will definitely be a big component of their security for that site. I uh, mean, as as stated, they do have a proven uh, proven track record, and I trust that. But that did come up for me when I when I read this. That's fair. I suppose one thing when you consider location being close to the old RCMP building at this point now, the RCMP building has essentially moved probably about halfway between the existing site and this proposed site. So access to the RCMP is probably equivalent at both locations, but there would be fewer people at this location theoretically than at the existing one. Okay, um, Mr. Needham. Just uh, to follow up on the development stuff, which uh, is the, uh, so similarly to the new, to the women's shelter, there is no sign so I presume this building would just have a number on it and it, it, it would not be signed. Yeah, in this, circumstance, in this circumstance, I don't think we anticipate the application for a sign for this location, uh, nor do I think it would be appropriate to require one given. And, and just, uh, if I could just a comment on the parking, I'm, I'm familiar with Sorrentino's in Edmonton and they use tandem parking and a similar client-based, uh, similar nature of the, the business. And uh, we've used it 
uh, somewhat regularly and it, it works fine. So I, I think that's a, that's a logical solution to a, a, any uh, parking problem. So the, although tandem is not common in Peace River perhaps, but it's, uh, it's quite often used in urban areas and uh, the nature of the business, it, it worked quite well. Any other questions of Ms. Modi? Uh, assuming that there aren't, I will now call on those in favor of the by bylaw. Uh, um, if they uh, wish, um, well, if they wish to come forward and speak to the, uh, uh, speak on the bylaw. And I think I need to wait uh, for about 40 seconds. Um, is there a, is there another feed where we might get public response as well here? It's on the website right now. There's about a 20 to 30 second delay with the buffering between okay. what people see on the website and what's being discussed in the meeting. Um, is that just so that you can blank out our our, our words? Or? No, it's uh, an automatic buffer that YouTube puts in in case the connection lags or drops a little bit so it can continue to broadcast on the other end without interruption. Mm. But we have no messages in the info box right now. Okay. Um, so that so then that takes me to, uh, I will now call on those opposed to the bylaw to uh, come forward and make their concerns heard. I'm not expecting any, but um, we do have to go through that. And I will now call on any person deemed to be affected who wishes to be heard. And I think this is a self-determination whether you're affected or not. I will assume that uh, no one's coming forward and um, I will now, um, Ms. Modi, do you wish to make a concluding statement? Uh, perhaps you could, uh, in your concluding statement, uh, just state your recommendation. Yes, it is administration's recommendation that council proceed to second and third reading for this bylaw. Okay, very good. Uh, do uh, any of the councillors have any further questions? If not, uh, seeing that all presentations have been made, I will now declare the public hearing closed at, call it 5.30 p.m. Thank you. So I think we will vote on this matter almost right away. So uh, I will just ask Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Parker, I forgot. <laughs> Getting older. <laughs> I, I will ask Mr. Parker if there's any presentations. I don't there are none, Your Worship. If it's scheduled. Sorry. So, so that will take us to the by to the bylaw section, and uh, 
And uh, this is a request for a decision on bylaw 2072, the amended land use by, uh, bylaw eight of eight, 1891 to enable secondary stage housing at uh, 111 98th Street. Um, is there anything that you feel you need to add further to what you said in the hearing, Ms. Modi? Um, I'll only add that council has three options with how to deal with this tonight. The first would be our recommendation, which is to provide second and third reading to the bylaw. The second would be to provide second reading to the bylaw only, which provides an, some additional time for council to consider your final decision. And the third would be to uh, defeat or not proceed to second reading at this time, which would mean that uh, the women's shelter would not be in a position to apply for the development permit that would proceed or come from this, uh, this line file amendment. Right. But it is our recommendation to proceed with second and third. Okay. Who wishes to uh, make a motion for second reading on bylaw 2072? Oh, Ms. Downing already had her hand up before <laughs> I finished. Finish the question. Uh, <laughs> she's quite keen to show her support. <laughs> okay, all in favor of Councillor Downing's motion. Very good. Uh, we need a motion to go to third reading. Perhaps I will ask Mr. Ford, who's our, our reliable third reading guy, to make that motion, and he did. All in favor of going to third region reading? Uh, your worship, you don't require a motion to go to third. So that would oh. simply be third. Oh, okay. That's only if there's three. Ah. Oh, Ms. Ms. Downing, do you want to make uh, the, the motion to go to third reading? For third reading. Okay, uh, all in favor? Ms. Downing, you have now shepherded through the uh, bylaw 2072. Mm -hmm. Put that on your list of accomplishments. Um, that takes us to unfinished business. I understand there's a request for decision on the uh, taxi pass program policy. And that's probably why Director Bell has opened up her camera. Has she fixed the, uh, the sound on her camera? I have no idea. Is it no. Any better? No. no. Not better at all. Okay. Any better? Not much, but a bit. Oh, well, unfortunately, I think that's it. <laughs> um, your worship and council, uh, forgive me for yelling into my monitor if I'm yelling or not yelling or still not great. Um, this RSD is in follow-up to the taxi pass policy that was brought to council to the previous uh, meeting, the governance and priorities meeting last Monday. Um, the policy that's being presented to you is the exact version that was at the GNC meeting, and we're presenting it to you for adoption this evening. I provide you with some options, um, an opportunity to make some further adjustments or the opportunity to pass the policy as presented this evening. So I'll just leave it open for any questions or potential motions. Any questions of Ms. Bell? Uh, 
and I can see everybody, but nobody has questions for you. So, perfect. So I will uh, entertain a motion to adopt the policy as presented. Uh, Mr. Good is going to make that policy or make that motion. All in favor? So you can see my hand is raised in favor. And that's a unanimous vote. And away we go. Thank you very much. Uh, that takes us to new business. There's a request for decision regarding an appointment to the to the Peace River Subdivision Appeal Board. And um, who's who's leading that one, Mr. Mr. Town? I am, Your Worship. Let me get to the right. There we go. Uh, good evening, uh, Your Worship and Council. Before you is a request for decision on our appointment to the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board. Um, so this is a technical item that the PRSDAB, which is managed by MMSA, has to ask us to do, even though we have appointed Councillor Ford during the town's organizational meeting. Uh, the agreement that we, the regional agreement that we have requires a formal council motion. <clears throat> So again, council has already uh, decided through its organizational meeting that Councillor Ford will be our representative and we're just looking for a motion to, to affirm that. So there's a couple options. The first one that council confirm Councillor Warren Ford as our Councillor representative to the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board um, for a three-year term, um, even though Mr. Ford's term may not correspond. This is what the STB is looking for. Um, and that would be effective from August 1st, 2020 to November 30th, 2023. And the reason it goes till November is that will then align with organizational meetings in the future. Um, option two is that council decline to do that. Um, and if we do that, then we will be without a, a councilor member at this point. So staff is looking for a, a approval of the first option that's presented to them to confirm Councillor Ford to the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board for a three-year term. Um, who wants to make a motion here, Ms. Downing? Which, 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 which option? <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent question, Your Worship, but I will go with that uh, administration's recommendation that we confirm Councillor Orrin Ford as a Councillor Representative to the Peace Regional Subdivision and Development Appeal Board for a three-year term effective August 1st, 2020 until November 30th, 2023. Great. All in favor? Great. And... <clears throat> And uh, so we have confirmed Mr. Orrin Ford to, uh, to the Peace, Peace Regional uh, Subdivision Appeal Board. Um, there is now a briefing note uh, to be presented to us on the Athabasca Hall mural, mural project. I'll be taking this. Oh, okay. 
Uh, this is a, a briefing note just intended to be a reminder to Council since it has been a little while since we've spoken about the second mural concept that was to come out of the centennial celebrations in 2019. Uh, so we did complete one mural in 2019 that was part of our centennial celebrations, which is uh, you can see in figure one of the briefing note. And the artist that did that has been working since then on completing our second mural concept. Um, so we had that mural concept was intended to celebrate the history and the various uses of the Athabasca Hall. And this intent is to be installed on the Athabasca Hall. Uh, the murals themselves are painted on panels that will be installed onto the side of the building. And we have received uh, delivery of the panels and now it'll be down to uh, town staff to install those up on the wall sometime the, over this summer. So we've done a mock-up of what the installation will look like. Um, and it's just for your council's information. There are, I believe a total of nine murals uh, which will go on to the, the hall, which show peace players and various dance groups, as well as celebrations that have happened in the hall over the years, uh, New Year's Eve, weddings, tea dances, and the like. Mm -hmm. So that's everything. I just wanted to make sure Council was aware that this was coming in the near future, and it is still coming out of that 2019 centennial budget that we had last year. Good. So can take Good. any questions. Any questions for Ms. Modi? Okay, well, thank you very much. Perhaps a motion to accept for information. Uh, Ms. Manzer, all in favor? I think that's passed. Um, that takes us to reports of which I understand there's none. Uh, and, and then we go down to information and there's none on that. I will ask Mr. Parker if there's any notices of motion. There are none, Your Worship. And um, uh, perhaps I will uh, go to Ms. Hume and ask if there's any comments from the YouTube public. We've received nothing. Okay. And uh, you might as well stay on the line and uh, just speak to uh, uh, what you feel we sh should come out of this meeting in terms of uh, key communication items. Once we move forward with the murals, we'll have some stuff coming out about that. Um, there's not a whole ton. We'll be mentioning, obviously, the public hearing and the bylaw amendment. Um, that's got to move on to the next phase. So. Right. Um, Oh, I think um, Deputy oh, Mayor might have. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, um, it wasn't really on this agenda, but it's just for information. Um, is uh, Peace River Town Council congratulating the grade 12 grads of our three town schools this year? Just because we don't formally usually do this. We usually turn up at a ceremony, but uh, this year is kind of different and stuff like that so I, I think it might be a good thing to do somehow i think we're putting everyone's picture up on main street yeah. or something like that. yeah, <laughs> well, that's good but that's kind of a secret until it happens almost oh. i think well let's um, hope we aren't uh the secret hasn't spilled out just yet. oh i think the secret is out all the kids know or at least most of them do 
they don't keep secrets well. Um, it, the communications coordinator, Autumn, could incorporate a message from council along with that banner uh, installation, which is coming up in the next week. So Autumn would definitely, we could put something around that. And there will be a couple of motorcades also that will be occurring over the month. There'll be two um, from the, one from the separate and one from the public school over June 27th and, or 21st and 27th. So we can also do some messaging in conjunction with those. So maybe Autumn and we can put something together when those uh, are launched. And I'm sure Miss Yoon thanks you for the extra work. <laughs> we can be in touch after the meeting, but we can prepare something to time to go out with the banners. Um, as I believe they'll be up before the motorcades start. Okay, very good. And um, I understand there's no in-camera meetings to be had. And uh, I will, uh, I think there's a common consensus to adjourn. So uh, uh, Ms. McQuaig, you can put down the, that the mayor on on the basis of a common consensus. Okay, Mr. Scamhorn feels intent on moving this one. I think he wants to get his name on the rec on the minutes, <laughs> so he can claim it on <laughs> And with that, I will adjourn the meeting and uh, wish. I hope everyone stays positive and tests negative. Hey everyone. Stay happy and healthy, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.